0: Log Talk Radio.
1: All my madness is dead and gone.
2: Nobody, I don't know how to need you, don't know how to treat nobody Oh, baby, I don't want to leave you alone Maybe, yeah, I'm the one that's probably gonna do you wrong I should've met you first before I got the start Cause it made it worse, it played with my heart
3: Radio How y'all doing? Welcome to OG Radio. Um, I know y'all missed me yesterday, I know. But I was busy, you know, in the stoop, cooking up some shit. I just finished one of... Uh, I just finished just a track for a young artist in the in the making. Her name is Miracle. Shout out to Miracle. Um, I titled this specific song that I created called Miracle just for her. So hopefully she does something great with it. I got a lot of positive feedback on that beat alone from a lot of people I sent it to just for, for them to take a, a nice little listen to it. So I appreciate everybody who's been giving me positive feedback. So just know that it's real on the beat volume two is coming soon. Um I will be producing Nola F Ryan, shout out to Nola, I'll be producing her next single, and that single is going to be a bonus track on my album. So, and you know, until I get that going, that'll be when I release the album. But right now, it's looking more like um, April thirtieth. But you know, we'll we'll see we'll see. But um, just stay in tune, y'all. I'm, I'm making. I'm making my way, Uh, I think next week I'm going to take something and put it up on YouTube and see how that goes. But anyway, for those who are tuned in, uh, those who are tuning in, I'm going to be sharing my thoughts and views of marriage versus relationships. I put a poll out there today on Facebook to see what uh, people would like to hear from our topic for tonight's radio show. And this was first. This popped up first, marriage versus relationships, the pros and cons. Uh, I think that I'm a good candidate to talk about this tonight because I live both worlds. Uh, you know, did relationship shit, and then I'm currently married, so. Uh, I think I'm good on speaking on that. Next week, uh, topic somebody brought up was depression. Uh, I suffer from it as well, so I can speak on that. Um, and also, somebody brought up a poly relationship. Um, I, I'll, I'll say that for next week. All right. So, I'm going to jump into this thing of relationships. Um Relationships have so many different levels to it that I, it, it, you can't even beyond measure relationships. Um, you know, the basics is you meet a guy, you meet a girl, whatever, you go through the talking phases, then you, hey, uh, you want to be my boyfriend, want to be my girlfriend? All right, cool. Then you, you know, you do your thing or whatever. You know, that was traditionally... Now it's more like you know you you see a motherfucker on Facebook or social media like damn double tap sliding in DMs hey shorty what's up ooh you cute what's up what's to you hey where you live at should I live X Y Z come up come slide bam you know I I don't know I don't really know if that if that's how that really goes. but uh, <laughs> um as far as relationships um ideally. You know, when you meet a person, you know, you catch a vibe with that person. You you date them. You want to get to know them on so many different levels. And then you build, you know, friendship and a relationship. And that's that's always a good thing versus, like, already knowing somebody. And then you try and do it and it don't work. I think I always feel, like, the most natural best relationships are the ones that you build friendships all meaning meeting new people i never really the whole entire idea of dating somebody that you already know um because you see one aspect of them as a friend right you already see them in that light but then they may not be you know, very good in a relationship. So then you jump into a relationship and the shit don't work. So I always feel like uh the natural way is the way to go, uh, upon a relationship. But um while you're in a relationship, um you 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 date and everything, you you're together with this person to reach the end goal, which is the end goal is marriage. But before I get into marriage I feel like the pose of a relationship is, you know, you meet this person, you deal with this person, you know them for X amount of time, right? You, you date them, your your boyfriend, girlfriend for, I don't know, let's just say five, six years. And at this point, well, let's start from the beginning. You meet this person, you hang out with them. The first year, first year and a half, maybe two years, you can stretch that to two years. It's going to be the um, fairy tale stage. And what I mean by the fairy tale stage is, you know, you don't really get into arguments, everything's all good, it's smooth, you're in a great place in life, you feel like all this could last for eternity, then, you know, let's just say you move in with this person, everything's still great, and then year three comes around, and that's when it starts getting a little rocky. You know, a lot of people, uh, I've seen a lot of relationships that didn't last after the third year, but I feel like if you can make it past that third and fourth year, You good? You solid? You're gonna you're gonna be great in that relationship that could lead to marriage. So that third year is always gonna be the test year in the relationship. It's it's gonna be some shit going on. You know, it might be you know lies floating around, temptation. You you don't know. You know what what whatever it is that might go wrong could go wrong. Um, but as long as it's not that detrimental in your relationship where you could potentially lose that motherfucker, hold on to it. But just know when you hit those stages in that third year, you're going to be okay. As long as you keep that communication floor, you know, talk everything out, never try not to go to sleep mad. I try to live by that the best I can. Um, Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't work. Uh, It really sucks when, you know, uh, one party shuts down, you, you know, that sucks. But try not to go to sleep mad. Try to resolve that shit the best way you can by the end of the night. Unless it happens at night, then you shit out of luck. But after that third year, you move into the fourth year, and that fourth year is when you know is when you know that shit go work once you ironed out everything that happened in year three, year four, you in it strong, and by that time, and sometimes sooner, but that by that time you start looking into the marriage aspect of it. Um, and again, before I get into Marriage, I want to talk about the relationship in its enti- entirety. So the pros of relationship is, you know, you, you've been dating this person for so long, you know, develop a relationship. The cons of relationship, it, it depends on who you are, you know. I personally don't think there is no cons per se. I mean, there is a, like, per se, it shouldn't be any cons to relationship because, there's a lot of times you're going to be involved in a lot of relationships before you find that one, but every relationship is a lesson learned and something that you can take out of that relationship into the next one. But the one thing you don't want to do is take the baggage and bullshit from last relationship to your new relationship. So the kind, a kind of a, of a relationship and multiple relationships is that you meet a guy or you meet a girl, and all of that shit that they put you through, you kind of take that luggage with you and bring it into the new shit and get mad and, you know, whatever the case, bring that bullshit, that pain, that hurt into the new shit. Can't do that. You know, Um, it's always going to be a restart, reset button when you're dating motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, or had a relationship and that failed. If a relationship fails and they ultimately don't work, point blank, period, all right, reset button, restart, get into another one. I'm not saying you got to do it right after, but don't be afraid to automatically jump into another relationship um, at at whatever point you're comfortable to doing, you know, getting to another relationship. Um, I feel that Relationships um, can definitely build you up eternally to be the best version of yourself. So that way when you do get married, you're giving that, your partner, the best version we give when y'all exchange vows, if that's what you do, you know, the wedding ring and say, I do. So relationships build you up. To marriage if you want to get married. Now there's a lot of people who who don't want to get married. I was one of those people early like who I didn't care for that shit. I didn't care I didn't really care to be in relationships. I was doing whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? I was a live by the moment, whatever folk my boat type of guy growing up. Um, but uh being in a lot of relationships, it did do me up to the point where um I got married. Um I was talking to a friend of mine earlier shot up a little bit and I mentioned that at the beginning, I didn't necessarily do it for me like end of the day I did, but it was more so for her because that was an end goal i always I use that term a lot uh when I'm talking about relationships leading to marriage that the end goal is the golden ticket marriage. So, because us guys are not equipped with emotions for all that shit, you know, we're not. Our mindset is not necessarily be like, ooh, I want to get married. Ooh, I want to get married. It's like it's just like most guys may want to, but they don't speak on that shit like that, you know. But then when we get built up in the relationship to the point where we see a future with this woman and see her as a wife. Then that shit starts kicking in. The emotions start kicking in, whatever the case. And then it's like, all right, here go this vulnerable moment. Sort of get down on my knee, express how I feel, or have a way that you, you decide to ask this woman your, her hand in marriage. So um, that – that um. now, when you get into marriage, it could be difficult – could all be easy. It just depends on how it happens. You can rush into marriage. You can take your time with marriage. I am a sole believer that once you ask this woman to, for her hand in marriage, at least wait another year or two, not for financial reasons. It's for to make sure that y'all are solid that much before you actually say I do. Because you don't want to bring no type of bullshit into the marriage at all whatsoever. You want to get all those kinks and wrinkles, all that shit out before you say I do. Because once you say I do, it's expensive to say that I don't anymore. You know what I'm saying? That shit is expensive. Nobody really looks into wanting to get a divorce. Um when you when you get married. So the pros of marriage, um, it 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 just depends on the people. Um, I feel like if you and your partner are business like minded, it works in that lot in that manner where, you know what I'm saying, I we say I do, you change your last name, we can start building an empire, whatever the case. It's a business the business move, a business tactic, in that in that sense, um, I feel like also for those who are not business minded, you know, um, think marriage for them, if they're not business minded, just based off the pure of the pureness of the relationship, and you know, the purity of their love for one another, and what they see in each other to want to, you know, be married and live this beautiful married life. Marriage ain't easy. So for those who think that it is easy, it's not easy. You know, um, I'm a firm believer how I feel personally, you know, the same, whatever you had in a regular relationship is the same thing in marriage. But I mean, you're just solely tied to this woman, you know, um, Um, okay. I got hit with a question. Uh, question is what is the expectation of dating if marriage is not the end goal for all? So if marriage is something you don't want to do when you're just in a relationship, then just be in a relationship. Just be in a relationship. I've known, I've known some, you know, I got some friends who, you know, my age and a little older and they don't want to get married. They're just in a relationship with their you know, with their partner. To them that's their marriage. You know, they don't they feel like they don't need a um fucking certificate to know that they you know, solid to certify their relationship. They don't feel like they need that to validate their relationship. I actually honestly don't, you know, give a fuck about the paper. You know, I I didn't care for that so again that goes back to me saying I didn't do it per se for myself but you know you know women change a lot of things in men's lives but I personally don't think uh a $10 $20 certificate means you know maybe to each other's own it means whatever it does to them but I feel like it don't it don't hold weight to me you know for it for it to you know, mean what it ideally means for people. But I feel like, you know, uh, the people who don't want to get married just simply just don't get married. You know, nobody said that you had to get married. People view marriage differently all the time. People don't always agree on marriage or whatever. Um, but, I mean, in life, things do change. Sometimes people have a whole new outlook because of somebody else. But again, if you don't want to get married and if you find a partner that don't wanna get married either, then just you know, be in a relationship with them. But treat that relationship as if you were married. Don't just oh well, you know, well we ain't married and I ain't gotta do this and I ain't gotta do that. Like don't have that mindset. That's a fucked up mindset to have, you know, so so don't go into that. Um but um I I feel like with marriage, um again this is my opinion this is my opinion y'all that don't don't just listen and think that i'm just gonna you know come up with facts like no this is my opinion the way i see things and nine to ten, whatever i'm finna say for the next 30 minutes don't think that it has anything to do with my marriage i'm not talking about my marriage this is how i see it. my marriage and how i see other marriages totally different okay so it's just like me looking at a dictionary. how I perceive this word in the dictionary would be different on how other people perceive the definition of whatever word, All right? It's, it has nothing to do with me, okay? But um, what the fuck am I Uh, Oh, marriage. Um, when you get to the point as a man that you see nobody but this individual and you feel like your life has taken a turn for the better, that this person brings out the best in you the same way that you bring out the best in her, that's when a man knows, I right, I want to get married. You know, some people do it young as fuck. They just, you know, quote, unquote, love it at first sight and jump into it. I feel like that's ass backwards. Uh, oh, that's what I was talking about at the beginning. Um, just because you get on your knee and ask her, it don't mean you have to get married in the same year or the next couple months. Don't do that because I I kid you not, and this is to be true. I believe it's fifty-six or sixty percent of first marriages fail, and one of the top reasons is they did it too young or they did it too early. They didn't wait, so that's why I say there should be a waiting period for at least a year, year and a half before, you know you go ahead and jump and did Like when I got married, I think, I believe we were engaged for two, two and a half years or maybe even three years before we went ahead and, you know, said I do. And I'm happy that we waited because there was a lot of shit that we went through and a lot of it was my fault. But I'm glad we went through it, you know what I'm saying, for her to still be like, yo, my goal is let's get married and it wasn't even any, any she didn't even ask are we still doing it she was we moved right and she was like yo uh we get married because i'm tired of waiting i'm like well damn all right well i mean if we got the money cool i mean and then it didn't happen but no i really feel like it should be a waiting thing because some people and i've seen this firsthand they were dating, and next thing you know, there's a ring on her finger, and next thing you know, bam, they married. And also, they haven't even lived with each other. That's another thing. Live with your partner before you get married to them because you want to, you want to see how they live, get used to how they live, get comfortable with them living in the house, see what works together, see what don't work together, see and you start learning how to compromise, and you start learning each other more. You start learning patterns of your, your significant other. You start learning a whole lot of shit. So that way you can go into the marriage stability, you know, recognizing your partner. You know what I'm saying? If you don't do those things, you don't recognize your partner. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't wake up to your partner. You don't wake up to habits and none of that shit. So if you do all that shit before you move in and you get married then move in with each other, you gonna you're going to go through a world of a lot of bullshit, you know. Now, there is people in the world who solely feel like, well, until we get married, I'm going to live here, she's going to live here. I, I can spend the night, da 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 But spending the night is totally different from waking up to your significant other on a daily basis. It's a totally different fucking thing, different feeling. Um, I, I can use myself and my wife, for an example. When we moved in with each other, there was two things that I hate, and to this day, I still, I I don't go off no more. I just correct it. But there's two things I hate. When the toilet tissues go on the fucking roll, I don't like for it to go over the top. I like it to go under. Yes. Logically, yes. It's the same fucking thing, but that's just, I'm just a stickler for that. I like the, the roll to come from under and not on top. And the second thing is toothpaste. When you use Too face, don't squeeze from the middle, squeeze from the bottom up to get everything out. That never happens. I used to go off about it all the fucking time. But that's just like something minor that, you know, something you encounter when you live with a person. But, you know, that's just, that's, that's just an example. Um, it, that's not nothing that um, – that's not nothing that um, – you know that's gonna be detrimental and no all shit like that. But that's just like little things that you would want to uh, that that little thing don't have to be corrected. But if you if you are like very fucking over the board, your OCD is out of order because of that shit. Then yeah, get shit like that corrected. You know, before pine getting married or whatever. But um so, uh, hold hold hold, hold this thought, y'all. Uh. Anyway, um, my bad, y'all. I get every <laughs> time I do a show of this caliber. I get so many <laughs> people texting me, either a voicing their opinion or fighting me about my opinion or talking shit or just just randomly saying whatever to just throw me off my game and make me laugh. But, (laughs) um, again, it's not about me. Okay. This is my opinion on how I view things because for some odd reason, people love my opinion on shit like this. When honestly, I, I can care less. But, um, back to the marriage thing. Um, I personally think marriage is great. It's cool and all. You know, um, everybody deserves to get married at least one time, at least one time. Some people get married two, three, four, five, six times. You know, some of these celebrities, several celebrities are on like 20th marriage or whatever. But that's a different conversation for a different day. But for us regular folks who really value life, family, kids, whatever, you know, um, there's no guidelines, there's no rules to marriage unless you're a totally 100%, 100% you know, a stickler for the Bible. Now, if you really solely into the Bible, uh, then, you know, you can kind of say that the Bible has certain guidelines to follow as far as marriage. My opinion I don't give a fuck about the Bible for me to follow a lot of the shit that's in there. Um, but that's a different conversation for a different day. But, you know, if you are religious like that, then maybe okay, that's a guideline. But I, I witness a lot of people who read books about marriage and this, that, and shit. It's like, yo, look, there's no guidelines for this. There's no, there's no, way that you can be taught how to love somebody, you teach each other, you know what I'm saying? You teach each other everything that is to be taught with each other to build that marriage to however way you want to build that shit, you know, however way you see fit and y'all manage to make it work, y'all, it's, it's y'all, like books, yeah, sure, they help, but those are people with their thoughts and opinions and views and sets and shit on their shit, the shit that they encountered, the shit that's around them, for them to be like, well, you should do this and you should do that. No, don't go by what don't go by what somebody tells you you should do. Go by what you want out of that relationship, out of that marriage. So if you want communication, let that shit be known. Like, hey, we need to communicate. Effective communicate. A lot of men don't communicate. So a lot of men fuck up in marriage because they don't communicate. Or they forget about doing all the little things that it took to get their wife, the little things that it take to uh, um, get them in, in general. And hold on, y'all. I have a guest. What is going on? What's up? What's up? You hear me? Speak to the world. Yes, I can hear How you. How are you? <laughs> good, good, good. How are you?
4: Good. I just wanted to weigh in a little bit. So, for so y'all don't, who don't who don't know me, I'm Levani Lopez. Um, I was in a 13 year relationship and married for about four. So, just wanted to weigh in a little bit. If that's okay.
3: <laughs> Always. Oh, hey, hey, y'all. All right. <laughs> I said this the last time I was on the show. This is my manager.
4: <laughs> What's up, y'all? <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that marriage, um, and I'm just speaking again from perspective, I'm not a not a genius on this thing, but um, with marriage I feel that it I don't think that other outsourced forces should define what your marriage is for you, right? Um, I agree with you. It shouldn't be – it should be what you and your partner can handle because society can't put a stigma as to what you and your your spouse or you and your partner decide what works for you. What you can handle, what y'all can handle together, it may not be something that someone else can handle. That's why we have so many different parameters of what relationships look like. We have poly relationships like we're going to talk about later. You have people who are, you know, know, strictly – strictly just it's just us but it varies for each person so I agree to that aspect I just think that marriage is just the building and molding of the truth of your union and what capacity that looks like for y'all too
3: and here comes the disagreement y'all go ahead yep
4: I don't have a disagreement right now <laughs> not right now I just think like, oh,
3: I, it was coming. Who's to say it was that garbage,
4: like you, like you said? I agree with you today. Today I do right now. <laughs> so let's see what happens later. Damn.
3: I'm, I'm surprised. I am surprised. Right
4: now. I said right now. I got to wait and see what else you got to say.
3: Hey, <laughs> Why you got to do me like that?
4: Listen, we, I, um, know. <laughs> I don't know. That's
3: how we do it. I don't remember the last thing I was saying. Uh, I forgot what I said. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is why, I, you know, maybe sometimes I should write shit down. But then again, I wouldn't give y'all my authentic me. I wouldn't give y'all myself if I wrote shit down.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Nah, nah, next time I write this shit down. So way, uh, exactly what I'm saying I'm you. My say, points. At you. <laughs> you <have>
4: bullet points.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I need it's a bullet point, track. man. But, uh, no, I think that, um, you know, oh, I was talking about, you know, people rereading books about marriage and all that shit and kind of live their life. And, uh, books, social media, other people's marriages, people, hey, look, y'all, block that shit the fuck out, okay? Mar- a marriage will fail if you look at somebody else's marriage and be like, well, why can't we have that marriage? You don't know what the fuck goes on behind closed doors with that shit. And yeah, remember media they kills only. Me. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> they only show you what they want you to see on social media. So I agree with that exactly. too.
3: Exactly. <laughs> social media kills me with how they perceive the ideal. The whole marriage, the hashtag marriage goes like, get, yo, stop, okay, stop. Because <laughs> we we y'all probably was at each other's throats two minutes prior to taking that fucking video or or, or picture or whatever. Uh-huh. So.
4: But yeah. The question to you would be, you can, what, what
0: would
3: be what would I be would the conversation you with your spouse? With, with myself?
4: With your spouse and yourself uh, in regards to things like that happen.
3: Well, before I answer that, it's okay to get advice from married people. Only married people. Don't go get advice from a single motherfucker or a person <laughs> who's just in a relationship. That's another thing, mm-hmm. get advice from married fucking people, okay? That's, that's the only shit that really counts. Um, I disagree. For me, never. the only reason why I don't, I, that's fine, you could disagree, but I feel like, if, if a, you know, especially a person that's single, you can't speak on a marriage if your ass ain't never been married. I can, I can mm-hmm. see you looking on the outside end, I get that, but I'm not going to hold what you say at a higher standard to a person that's already married and been through it already. Like, I would rather go ask a 4050 year old person who's been married for 20, 30 years for advice about my marriage before I ask a person who's just been dating and fucking around for 20, 30 years.
4: I don't agree in to anybody. I think that
3: it's the same but different, very different. I just don't believe no I'm involved all involved
4: in domestic yeah. in- Because the the dynamics of your relationship is going to be different from somebody else's dynamics of their relationship. So they can give you surface answers of what sounds good, but it's going to always be from their perspective. It's always going to be biased.
3: No, not if you ask them for advice. Like, hey, what do I do in this situation? Or you can explain the situation. And they could look at it and be like, well, you know, um, I'm looking at it and sound, you know, me hearing it you did this wrong, so this is where you fucked up, and, okay, this is where she made me wrong, and maybe this is what, you know, shit like that. But, again, I would ask advice from married people versus single people.
4: But I'm saying, in my opinion, I wouldn't ask nobody for advice. I don't care if you're married or not, because, again, you're looking at it from the lens of what you think is acceptable. Even if you're my friend, sometimes even in friendships and things like that, but it, more specifically, marriages, we handle things differently in our respective relationships. So again, like I said, when I first got on, it's like what, how you and your wife handle your your situation, or what you guys are deemed acceptable, may not be something that me and my husband deem acceptable. So if you come and ask us our advice about a situation that is deemed respect uh, acceptable in your relationship, I may have an obscure view of it because I'm like, well, that's something that me and this dude don't rock. I can look at it and probably try and put myself in your shoes,
3: but ultimately, but it's gonna I be don't a have life. to take your advice. I can listen to your right. advice, I don't have to take it. So it's each it's up to that person to take that advice. But I again I would rather get that advice because maybe there's something I didn't see. So it'd be hard to ask myself anything if I don't see a I just I don't see it the way somebody else see it or hear it.
1: Right. Got it. So let's That's just
3: true. say me and my wife had a miscommunication about something, but I don't know what the miscommunication is. You know what I'm saying? And then if she refused to tell me what it is and I missed it, now I'm going to go get advice and explain the situation or whatever. Not in it entirely because, again, you don't want to give out all your your shit. But That's right. if they could point it out, then it's like, oh, okay, well, now I can go about this this way. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think I, think. I personally can ask myself, like, okay, well, I could probably add, okay, where well, what, what, Wh what, what do you think might have went wrong? Like where'd you fuck up at? You know, if I have the answer, okay, I can handle it accordingly but if I really don't then okay I gotta go to somebody and ask something. Nine times okay. out of ten, most arguments is a miscommunication, nine times out of ten. Okay. Yes. Um like when you're married there's like nothing else outside of miscommunication that could happen. Unless a motherfucker becomes abusive or some shit like that. Like, in a regular relationship, a lot of things can happen in a regular-ass relationship, cheating and all that other bullshit. Uh, I mean, not saying that it don't happen in a marriage, but if you're really rocking with your wife, rocking with your husband, nine times out of 10, it's just miscommunication at the time.
4: That's right. That's right. I agree with that a thousand percent, because I think that there's no, like, all those other things stem from, like, it'll come out of just miscommunication. So, I agree with that. So, that was my two cents. Oh, my two cents? Okay. Really?
3: That was more like <laughs> 50 What? That, that was 50 cents.
4: That's nah. two cents. I'm you to know. come on the show. What? No, so thank you. <laughs> that was my two cents. You ain't got but no other I, questions? Nothing. I mean, if you're going back to the I mean... All right, ask my other question in in regard to what your relationship, like, if the relationship filters. Oh, then my other question to you was, because you said that now that we're, like, you're there in the relationship, and now we're married, we're here at the point of marriage. Um, What are your tools that you use in marriage to make sure that you guys don't have miscommunication? Or what things are you trying to put, put in place to kind of filter through that?
3: It's just the simplicity of the open communication. Just make sure, you know, they, they head is on straight every day or every other day. Check in on a mental, mental note because a lot of things can happen in one given day. You know, they can have a bad day at work or whatever the fuck the case. Shit may bother them. or It might have been something you inadvertently did in the house that would bother them, but they don't speak on it. But their actions speak louder than the words, so just I just openly communicate. Um, I do that more so now than I did in the beginning. I know in the beginning I just communicate. What? What's that for? What the fuck out of here? What y'all New Yorkers saying? The fuck out of
4: here? I cannot. Don't do that. Not right now. <laughs> and then also then. Bing also, I hate you. <laughs> Let's say <play> there. <laughs> Um, how do you keep up the like how do you keep the relationship flowing once marriage happens, right? I believe in dating while married. I think that is a great idea to date your your spouse. What are your thoughts on, <laughs> we went back and forth
3: on this? <laughs> <laughs> we went back and forth on this. Yes we did.
2: <laughs> okay.
3: All right, okay. I right look y'all. We didn't conversation. It wasn't an agree to disagree. We were saying the same thing just in a different way. I don't call it dating. She does. I get it, though. I get I get it. So I'm just going to go ahead and say yes, keep dating. Keep it the ah! same way it, it was. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Keep it the same way that you were doing when you were in a regular ass relationship treating her as your girl girlfriend to build up to marriage. So if you want to keep things spicy, keep things new, continue to, to date your partner. You know what I'm saying? Continue to, I don't know, keep picking at their brain, you know. Um, the brain, any individual evolves every day. You know, yeah. um, I'm definitely different from what I was two years ago, a year ago, three years ago, ten years ago. So I'm always up for doing anything fun, doing anything new, challenging shit, Um I'm at the age where I'm happy to go shopping for lamps and dressers and shit like that. <laughs> so um <laughs> continue to date and spend a lot of quality time which is significant of. It. Um, because women love QT, fellas, okay? They love QT. Mm-hmm. Like going out, whatever, that's cool, but sometimes sitting in the house watching a movie, hell, helping your wife with dishes or some shit like that. To them that's Q T. Uh. They love that. My wife likes mm-hmm. going grocery shopping and shit and dragging my ass along. I fucking hate it, but that's QT. <laughs> mm-hmm. Women love We just want you to
4: love language, ultimately.
3: Huh? We, got, oh, we ultimately just want to language. Ooh. Definitely learn. If y'all are into shit like that, definitely love the love language. Mine, though, my love language is, it's not complicated, but. Mine, is just, through the roof, is physical touch, physicality. That's my love language, hands down. Anybody that knows me can even, they ain't even got to look and read into love language, but they know that's my love language. Uh, so when I did the whole love language test shit, yeah, physicality was the strong piece. Physical touch. Mm-hmm. Yep,
4: and mine is quality time and physical touch. is between the two, and that's what I was provided by my husband, so. I have no clothes there. <laughs> <laughs> know your know your love language, and know your spouse's love language, <laughs> and don't project your your love language on your spouse because it, it's going to be different most times. It is, so don't project yours on your spouse. Love them for where they are.
3: That's, I believe my wife's love language is gifts and physical touch. Are compatible. But I refuse. I, re- I refuse to continue to buy her flowers and shit because that shit don't be lasting. So I don't waste money on that no more. But <laughs> you
2: can just do
3: that. I, I have. Right. but it I'm doesn't... just saying, I'm not. I'm not so quick to do it like I used to. I've done it. I recently bought a rose for Valentine's Day, or whatever. But it didn't. You know, it doesn't make it in this house. But I mean, I, I'm not gonna buy a bunch of bouquet of it flowers. Of it's <laughs> of not all, the point yes
4: it of Okay. it's the act. Flowers it's the act of service. It's like, oh my god, he did this for me. He thought about me this much that he would do it for me, even though I know this is some bullshit to him. Yes, it's about. Is that about the the duration you know of it? It's the act and the thought. Waste the money. Let that flower die. I'm going to be
3: sad when the flower dies, okay? That's another life I'm bringing into this household, okay? I don't want to see that life die, okay? They're supposed to be in water, living, breathing, in the sunlight, growing every day. It's not
2: This is what I'm
4: saying. You <laughs> hear what I just said, y'all? I said don't project your shit on your spouse and so look at what you're doing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All, <laughs> All right, ready. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. Don't
4: your shit, y'all. Make sure, make sure y'all don't fall into the trap.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Anything else, sir?
3: No, man. No, you know, just hey, y'all continue. You know, learn your spouse. You can never stop learning. Just like you can never stop learning about technology and life itself. You can, you can never stop learning your spouse. There's always something new at any given point throughout the marriage and or relationship. The relationship of the marriage. Um, yeah. Yeah. And for those yeah, remember, who have blended families, yeah. um, definitely 100% think about those kids before you make that big-ass jump because the worst thing you could do is jump into it, and then the kids get on involved, and the shit really don't work, and then now the kids are like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yep. So be mindful of who you with and know who you with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Know that shit. Yeah. Okay? I've been there, done that. Know that you want to do it and blend that family. Can okay, Make sure yeah. that they love the whole yeah. you. Make
4: sure exactly. they, love, like, um, it's portions of you. Like, yes, like, especially when it comes to blended families, like, Yes, they love you as the individual, but that's just a part of you. That's just a piece of you. Make sure that they love the whole picture, the big picture. It's you and your family, the, your side of the family that's blending with, with theirs. So just two things. Make sure that they exactly. can see that.
3: Because it's totally different when, you, when you're with them and you have your own kids. That's something different. But you blend them yeah. damn families, Woo! make sure that's what the fuck you want to do. Yeah.
4: And sometimes it does work, so don't like don't don't be scared to try it. It does work, and it's just a matter of keeping in mind that one is you loving your partner as as a whole person in a whole situation, and two respecting the boundaries. Right? Like if you know your if you know
2: mm-hmm.
4: you know what the situation is, make sure that you learn to respect those boundaries and understanding what you can and cannot accept. You may not be able to handle that, and that's okay, but be honest with yourself before jumping into that.
3: Facts,
4: Huh? People are always evolving. So. so? Yeah. Huh? So people are always evolving, so you can, you know, you always got to make sure that you're falling in love or, you know, respecting and getting to know the person who's ever evolving
3: in the relationship. Don't be afraid to open up to your wife or open up to your husband. Okay. Always that is always needed. You'll feel good, you'll feel better about everything if you open up yourself. Um so everybody, after today we will have ten more episodes till we hit our three hundred episode. Um I'm gonna stop saying we. I'm gonna say myself because AK has, he's a thousand shows in, a thousand plus shows in, you know, but since I joined the team, I'm almost at episode 300, and that's fucking dope. I, nope, we collecting because we brought on Genesis and Amethyst, so, like, as a team, NB Trey, Ron, everybody. Shout out to the OG Radio team. But anyway, uh, after tonight, we got 10 episodes until, again, um, I'm looking at April 30th for my album. That's what I'm looking at. Um, This time, it's seven of my own instrumental beats with a bonus track from Nola F. Ryan produced by none other than myself. Um, We got the Puffin Poetry Show, um, April 16th, 71st and Yates. Lovely lady, Bonnie Lopez, who just joined us, will be a featured poet. She's going to spit a poetry. And I, I... got her to do one. She's currently writing one. I'm not going to release the title. No, I'm going to release the title. Fuck it. It's called, what did <laughs> I say it was? It was? Hey, what bitch, doing? or something like that? Bitch, yeah, hey, bitch. What's up, bitch? <laughs> Hey, bitch. Now, when you hear that, that title, it's big. like, ooh, that's fucked up. Like, damn, that's, that's a fucked up title. But when you hear the story, like, I've heard a little bit of it. Yeah. No, I didn't you yeah. no. I did
4: No, I didn't say this was a you. Not yet. All
3: right. But the concept of it though, like how I explained or how I think she should write it, is it's gonna be fucking dope, okay? And I was surprised at myself for even throwing that shit out there, like, damn,
2: okay, maybe I should you know.
3: but no, I ain't gonna don't, don't expect me to write nothing Don't not, blow
2: I'm it up.
1: Gonna it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. What? Why this not? week?
3: Don't blow it up. Don't hey, tell too much. Okay. All right. Well, this Thursday, uh all um, if we doing a if we do a puff of if we do a Poetic high show, which I believe we are, Lopez is gonna call in and she's gonna do that piece, and I'm I'm gonna be happy as hell because I had some input on that, you know. <laughs> Dope as fuck. <laughs> I can <cannot. laughs>
4: Yeah, um,
3: What else I got going? Um, What else I got going for myself? There's so much shit I can't even. even The artist dealing with. Oh, again, um, y'all. Me and B Trey are soon to be coming out with the beat tape, B Trey versus Radio Rail. And I've also Mm -hmm. been working with Josiah D. Amore. We are going to, right now, we're just brainstorming a bunch of shit. But I believe like, real soon, well, hell, we've been collabing, but we're going to collab and either I produce some of his music and or we do beats together, I don't know yet, but we are going. We got something going. Shout out to my boy 100. I'm going to send him a track pretty soon to see if he likes it, and he's going to definitely bless it with his lyrical talent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been just doing my thing in that. And, y'all, I've been thinking about writing a book, so um, Lopez is going to help me with that process on writing a book because i think i'm ready for me to tell my story out here you know yes tell my story yeah.
4: and he got a dope title i'm not gonna
3: yeah i'm not <laughs> gonna tell you the title yet because a lot of people will be listening will be like oh
2: oh yeah oh and i'm like
3: and then i gotta explain myself to 99 different yeah. people yeah like, oh, i'm, <laughs> I'm
2: going i'm gonna
3: wait i'm gonna fucking wait yeah um uh, so be on to look out for that y'all I, I got a few things a bunch of ideas cooking up right now it's still early in the year y'all so bear with it Yeah. um can't wait lopez has a few things she's got going on so you can tell the world what you got going on uh so
4: yeah so now i'm a i'm a poet i'm officially functioning as a poet um so I've been traveling and getting that done. I do have a TV show. I'm working on season two for Fire to the Mic, which is a poetry competition that showcases poets throughout the country, um, doing different literary aspects of poetry, which is pretty awesome. Season one is currently on Roku TV and Fire Stick um, under the Sable Network. And by the end of this year, I will have my own network called Hey Poet on Amazon Prime and Roku TV. Um, That's a 24-hour kind of Netflix for poetry. So I'm pretty uh, pretty stoked about it.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Also, everybody, I want everybody who's tuned in right now, I would like for y'all to um, take a moment and say a prayer for um, B-Trey. He recently lost his mother, so um, prayers and thoughts with him and his family as they, you know, go through this tough time. So I definitely want to give a shout-out to you, V trey Love you, bro. I was thinking of you. And um, I think that's it for the announcements. Catch me in Genesis on the show this Thursday, because I believe we are doing the show from 9 to 10.30. We'll be on along with Lopez calling in with, hey,
4: bitch. Yep. <laughs> uh, Get out, And with
3: then this Friday... <laughs> Mr. Super Producer and our lovely DJ for Poetic High, um, AK Amethyst. They'll be doing their show this Friday, and we're creeping towards um, 300. And also, real quick, I've been checking the numbers. Yo, I, I thank y'all for the support of the show. I've been looking at these numbers, and the numbers have been increasing this year just so much just dramatic increase on the views, listeners, and downloads and streams that we've been getting. So I appreciate every single one of y'all, all all the fans that love our show, that love myself, that love Genesis, that love AK, that love everybody who's been doing it and holding it down for for these past, fuck, 12, 13, 14 years of OG radio. So without y'all, there is no us. I know that I won't be shit. I won't be Radio Rail without y'all. So that being said, good night, my fellow Americans, as the president would say.
4: <laughs> good night. Go to bed.
3: <laughs> you know it. I'm Bye. going to play us out to uh, keep calling by Flavor Gang. This is your boy, Radio Rail and Lopez, and we are out.
4: Night. Um,
0: Now she say she can't leave me alone All these chains that she tugging on my hair bone, Got my dress long, and this money long Got a feeling like she gotta keep calling my phone, no Your bitch wanna fuck with me Keep calling my phone Your bitch yeah, she all know me She can't leave me alone Keep calling, keep calling, keep calling, keep calling Keep calling, keep calling, keep calling Keep calling my phone Told so them about me that she can't leave me alone yeah. She calling my phone Ain't really tryna answer Pull up to home Made to her to a badass Third time she moan Slow it down, do faster Told me to pussy mine I ain't even had have an answer I'm like, why no? That shit all the time. It's just
3: dick on their mind, like the lamb on their spine. Legs up to the sky, and I gotta go by. My love's so Wi-Fi, my love's so Wi-Fi.
0: Yeah. She keep calling me. She keeps dogging me, I'm just ballin' B Like I want a ring, I'm in her arteries Just call me Dr. C, then go fuck on her friend Ooh baby, part of me, love the way that she got it But ain't into romance, the way she move her body Like she tryna slow dance, she ride on me no hands Throw her all of these bands, put her under a trance She's stop callin' her man